Hey everybody, welcome to the Forest School Podcast. This podcast is all about exploring the fascinating world of Forest School education and sharing our evolving perspectives on this ever-changing field. Uh, we want to take a moment at the beginning of this episode to thank you, our dedicated listeners, for joining us. But before we dive into this episode, we'd like to address something important. If you're just joining us, or if you've been with us since the beginning, you may have noticed that some of our earlier episodes sound a bit different. The Forest School podcast began as our own personal journey through the world of education, and those early episodes reflect a time when we were still learning the ropes. While we're proud of our growth and progress through the years, it's essential to acknowledge that those early episodes may not meet the technical and content quality standards of our more recent episodes. Education is a field that's constantly evolving, and so are our views and insights. Our early episodes served as a public diary of our learning journey, complete with all the mistakes and learning experiences that came with it. We believe that it's essential to keep these episodes available for posterity as they remind us how far we've come. However, if you're here for the most up-to-date discussions on education and our best quality recordings, we'd encourage you to explore our more recent episodes. Our views have evolved, our production quality has improved, and we're excited to share our current perspectives and knowledge with you. So, whether you're here to trace our journey from the beginning, or you're seeking the latest insights into education, we're thrilled to have you along for the ride. Thank you very much for being part of the Forest School community. Let's embark on this journey together. self-conscious I'm gonna do it in a hello welcome I'm gonna keep up this voice for the whole podcast did I mention I went to drums because I did some radio classes um hi welcome to the forest school podcast I'm Gemma I'm Lewis we're from children of the forest and we're sitting here in the woods it's lunchtime and we are gonna chat some chat some chat about forest school cool okay two questions because the first one's really big. So the first one is, what is the role of a parent or non-leader adult at a forest school session? So I think there's two bits in there, whether you're a parent and directly responsible and already have a relationship with a child, or I think non-leader adult, I'm thinking more TAs, I'm thinking yep. other other people that come in. Should we do parents, should we do, well, I don't know. Yeah, start with parents then. Start with parents. Yep. I guess at our sessions, primarily they're they're the main person that's responsible for their child. Because we're the way we run our sessions, they're they're there to like we're there to put the activity on. Yeah. They're there to to facilitate their child joining in or not joining in. Yeah, and taking and being the person who responds directly to their child um, in the way that the, ch- the sessions are primarily child-led. So we will offer something and kind of bellow out that we're doing an activity but it's up to the parent to either go with the child's um, idea about what they want to do so do they want to go and join in or do they actually want to run down the hill and how the parent responds to the child's idea is kind of big isn't it because you do get yeah some parents will especially parents who might have been used to going to a more normal inverted commas structured let's say structured yeah, structured um didactic yeah would be like, come on then, right? Stop, stop but playing here now. A, come and join in. In a in a in a village hall toddler group, there's um, there's less other things to do. Is my 
yeah. experience is that it's like the paints are out and there might be some like soft play plastic mm-hmm. or plasticky toys in the other corner but it's kind of like the paints are out the paints are out whereas if we go oh we're going to go and do some like clay animals there's swings climbing nets mud kitchens yeah. you know there's so much more yeah. that they can do yeah and animals and weather yeah playing with that, the forest yeah um that suddenly happen but i do think they had so i think the best the, the people that get the most out of forest school are the parents who if we're say if we're involved in making clay animals the the parents that are getting the most out of forest schools are the ones that find a little bit of time to feed back to us and say that they've been down in the treehouse mm-hmm. all day because we can't as much as you can watch most of a session yeah it's so helpful if a parent comes up and says oh they they we've been off looking for bugs or yep. we've been, something that they think to them it might just be like oh i'm just letting them know where we've been yeah but to us we're looking at it going actually right okay we can go from that yeah similarly those parents that talk about what the child has been talking about at home after the session or in between sessions and says oh my goodness they were really talking about um, that activity really talking about the beetle that we found or really singing that song that we sung um, over and over again and so you get some pointers there about yeah what the child is because yeah because sometimes they do need to like digest stuff don't they yeah you might think oh they didn't get much out of that bug hunt and then the parent comes back next week and says, we've been looking for bugs all week. And yep, you go, oh, exactly. I, didn't, I didn't twig yeah. how much of an influence it had. Or, or like the they needed time to... Yeah. Like the fire lighting, you know. Yeah, try it here and then actually go home and, and do it. Yeah. That was amazing when the parent fed that back to us. I think there's... Because you were saying the other day about... Um, like role modelling to do with, like, if your child does, does want to join in with an activity or wants to go off and do their own thing um, and as a parent yeah possibly compared to other toddler groups is more of a yeah well there's more um opportunity and also um benefit to the adult playing themselves Mm. and that's quite tricky for some parents because we don't often as parents get that opportunity and it it is different to being in a in a school with your child or in a normal toddler group um but yeah you kind of modeling through playing and experimenting yeah, and, yeah. um i think has more of a place at forest school than it might and it's encouraged differently i can i don't know why i'm comparing i'm feeling like today i'm comparing everything to like a village hall yeah. toddler group where because you've got more possibly like more eyes on you and you know that something's so like there's more of a like your job is to clean constantly clean up after your child or like put things yeah. back where they came from or or chat though you know there's a lot yeah um there's more risk there's inevitably there's, yeah, more yeah, risk yeah, yeah, in definitely. the woods and that's all part of forest school even if you're not doing in inverted commas risky activities you're in a risky environment yeah. and that's a positive for sure but it does mean that your role as a parent is you have to be on your child more than you would it's something you do with them you do with them rather than taking them to it where you might take them to a soft play and go right off you go go burn off some energy this is something that you to get the most out of it because you can you know you can to an extent drop off and have a chat if the kids are involved in something and the longer we know a child or a family the more we can start to say all right we'll we'll go off with those and and some parents are then happy to say oh okay well i'll I'll hang back here if they're happy with you and And the more that the child and the adult knows the environment so the longer they've been coming the freer they can be because 
you know they know that the child can go from that direction because mm. they can see them from here or they know what's down the hill so they're happy for their child to yeah. go by themselves this time and similarly the child after a few weeks will start exploring a little bit further and feel more confident with that um, and they just get to know how to be safe around the fire and things like that and um, tr- like they build up a trust yes the parents build up a trust of what they're you know having seen your kid on the like we've got that pallet castle climbing frame thing that the kids built and the first week most parents or parents and kids use it the parent is almost holding on to them the whole time yep. and then I've noticed this week parents sat by the fire while the kid climbs on it because yep. they've kind of gone oh I know he's going to do this and he's going to jump off this and yeah and like that's absolutely fine yeah um we were going back to sort of playing as mm. an adult and taking part in especially like kind of making activities <coughs> um I think you notice it more with making activities yeah you notice sometimes parents um, sort of voicing some kind of embarrassment at um, what they perceive to be their lack of skill in a particular activity so you know something very simple like lashing wool um, lashing two sticks together with wool and the amount of parents at different times that will say Mm. oh I'm just rubbish at this I've always been rubbish at this I can't knit I can't sew I'm just rubbish and they'll very loudly kind of declare that and um, we've said it's kind of a it's it's a preemptive I think for a lot of people it's preemptive I'm going to say I'm bad at this because then I've owned the yeah. that you're not very good at this whereas if I tr- if I it's the fear of like looking like you've tried really hard and done poorly yeah. whereas actually forest <coughs> school is so process not product mm. that you know like it doesn't we have, matter. you know like yeah. them sitting there's parents that are sitting the other um, the other day and and weaving and they it wasn't necessarily about what they got at the end of it mm. it was just a oh, this is just very therapeutic and very yeah. repetitive and, and I like this and yeah, and that's sometimes what the kids need to see. Definitely, and that's okay, you know, and I think if we can get out of the habit as adults of saying out loud, oh, I'm really rubbish at this because we do feel sad when our children say that to us, when our children stop trying at something or suddenly, you know, put the pen down or throw it across the room in some mm. children's case and go, I can't do this, I'm rubbish, you know, that makes us feel sad that the child has that emotion but if we're modeling that to them even if it is actually just for the theater of it for saying oh i'm just going to say that i'm really bad at this like that's not great modeling for the child Mm. actually to be seen to have a go and then maybe have a bit of a laugh if it didn't turn out the way you you wanted to it's growth mindset and fixed mindset isn't it it's looking at the world as either you are or aren't good at something or you look at it and i'm going to try this i'm you know i'm you you know and it's i have things where i go I'm not very good at this because I haven't invested much time in it. I, I feel like if I invested time in it, I, I you know, my, it doesn't matter what it is. Your skill will improve, won't it? Yeah. You know, and it's about saying, not saying I'm not good. It's saying, well, I haven't prioritised practice for of this. Of course. Yeah. And that goes, you know, that goes for everything. That goes for like, I don't know, stuff we do as adults. Like, you go, oh, I'm not very good at running. Yeah. You go right. Well, I just don't practice it. Okay, so the battery dies, but we're, we're back. back. We're back. We're back. Um, I was going to say something. We were talking about growth mindset and fixed mindset. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's another reason why forest school sessions are great because it is. It just gives the adult, um, you know, the chance to play. And that parent who said to me the other day that um, she signed up for a block of sessions not because she felt that she would 
like it particularly she said oh, she described herself as not not really very forest schooly not very outdoorsy but said that she um, signed up for her child's sake she thought it'd be good for her child and then she said to me the other day at the end of a six-week block um, that she's just loved it and she's wasn't expecting to like it at all and actually it's been an experience for her and that's what I as a practitioner would like parents to feel mm. that's what I, you know, I'd like them to feel that instead you know and again as well as parents kind of going oh I'm a bit rubbish at this when it comes to craft you get some parents kind of feeling a bit embarrassed about joining in and doing it and going oh I know this is supposed to be for the kids but I'm gonna have mm. a little play it's like of course it's for everybody it's and actually I, th- I think the majority of parents like my experience is that the majority of parents the longer they are here the more that ratio shifts from I'm 90% here from the for the kid and 10% it's nice to have some chat around a fire mm-hmm. and it and it slowly yeah different people it moves at different speeds but I think mo- then most then get to a point where I mean I've seen parents that go like you know we'll go oh we're gonna go and um, go on a bug hunt and their little toddler's like oh, I'm happy in the mud kitchen and I've seen parents go like well I'm going to go and have a look then like yeah, I'm just yeah, going to yeah. go yeah. and they're, so they've shifted that ratio to like it's, it is or not it's not equally but it's closer to being yeah. equally for them yeah and well it's a bit like when people talk about um, you know what kind of activities would be suitable for this age group and actually with forest school there isn't that delineation between, well, this is a toddler activity and this is an activity that's suitable for like older yeah. primary or for teenagers, really. Everything that you are. do can be done by anybody and, you know, in different, slightly different ways. You just scaffold differently. Yes. And you yeah. go, right, well, I'll give you all of this to do or I might have prepped this for you to do. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, but it's so that they can, if it's almost, I think of it as a project's got nine steps to it and say five of them will be inaccessible to somebody under five yeah well actually there's still four that they can do it doesn't yeah. matter if i do the other five yeah. if there's an enjoyment in the process of those four yeah. like there's an enjoyment in the cutting bit or the drilling bit or the painting bit or mm-hmm. something you go right well i'm just gonna you yeah. know do these little bits for you and you can still do the the bigger bit yeah so what about then what about TAs i think we've covered parents yeah yes. so it's other people which i think is slightly different because i feel like um there's more it depends on the relationship you have so sometimes one of us will take a lead on a session and we've been together like doing this together for so long that we don't need to necessarily (laughs) check in we just kind of look and go fire's going down that's what needs to be done yeah like it you know when I was teaching I had some really good TAs yeah and you didn't it wasn't a like what would you like me to do it was like I'm going to do that and I'm going to do that because I can see value in those things and actually I think that's the longer and a non-parent adult comes the more they start to see the little jobs that might go unseen by the parents mm-hmm. like yep. prepping the firewood keeping it going yeah making you know filling up the hot water um checking that parents aren't going to miss out on something you know just going over yep. and going like, oh did you know they're going to go and do the clay just wanted to yep. make you yep. you know make sure you knew and um, i mean do you want to talk about sessions in schools or do you think that's a whole other conversation will we i mean i think there's there's crossovers because in a school you're when I was in schools, although the TAs and the the, te- the teachers that come out are partly there to follow your lead and help you facilitate the session, mm. they've also got more of a relationship with those ch- or a different relationship well, with those children thing, than you it? do. That's and thing. sometimes that's beneficial because you go, oh, 
uh, they can go, oh, he doesn't respond well to this, or she really gets on with this, and they can really yeah. give you a shortcut into like, oh, it would have taken me weeks to get to know that about the yeah. kid. If you just tell me, brilliant, I've got that. But on the flip hand... On the flip side, they are still... It's, it's quite difficult to shift mindsets from mm. the classroom to outdoors and to leave the classroom behind for yeah. a while, and whatever's happened in the classroom you know stays there and that's, that's really difficult it is really, it difficult. Is really well, difficult you know whoever you are um that's childcare in general though isn't yes. it it's like how much of a clean slate can you give mm. children because we're emotional beings as well and we remember yesterday yeah. when you were a complete yeah. nightmare to deal with <laughs> and so with the best will in the world mm -hmm. i want to come in the next day and say clean yeah. slate we're all doing that but yeah. yeah i know what happened yeah. you know you can't pretend that you don't know what happened yeah i think our we have a that sheet don't we that we give to teachers yes. and TAs when we go in yes, crib sheet. And, and do a session with a school and um, it sort of briefly says not the rules but the expectations for um, staff and volunteers whilst at it's a how school session. I think of it is this is how we're going to interact with yeah. the children yeah and and there's and some TAs will some other adults and teachers and TAs will will take that as okay this is how I'd like you to act and some will take it as okay I understand why you might do it mm. but 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 I have to follow the school yeah you know golden rules or yeah. ladder of behaviour or whatever it is so it's just a beneficial thing from my point of view I just think it of as as like this is what I'm going to do I'm just telling you I'm not yep. I'm not saying whether you have to do it or not have to do it but um, that's the other thing I think we've covered that yep. Okay, so this is just a different one. Yep. Um, we're going to try and throw in at the end of... So, big forest school question, and then another one um, that's more personal, and I haven't told Gemma what it is before, and actually I haven't thought about it before. The question is, who is your role model, or who are your role models, and why? Just in life? Or yeah, yeah, yeah in life doesn't have to necessarily be, you know, who because that's the thing, isn't it? Being a forest school teacher, you, you are a complete person yeah. when you're here. There's no, I think I felt like when I was a teacher, it's a bit more like I'm playing a teacher role, mm. but you don't know everything about me. There are things that I keep at home. Yeah. There's, uh, and there are still things that obviously you don't bring to forest school. You don't bring your whole personal baggage with you, but I feel like you bring more of it with you. It does influence mm. who you are with the kids. I don't know. It's quite difficult for me to think of somebody right now that I think, oh, well, no, so I do meet people that I have a lot of respect for, but I wouldn't say there are... I sort of guiding yeah. figures right I think now. It's very difficult now to find somebody who is infallible enough to be to yeah. think of as a role model. There are points so like my parents I think of partly as a role model just because of how they did like anything yeah. to for me and my sister. So so I'd really appreciate that element of it. Yeah. And so I take that on as they're a role model in, in that sense of who I want to be. Mm. They're humans. They're not perfect people. Um, and I think that's the, the thing, isn't it? You're trying to think of anybody... I was trying to think of if I had any old teachers Yeah, I, that's who sprung to mind, actually. That's when you said it, and I gave it, gave it some thought. And I had one teacher who was my year five teacher, and she was new to teaching, so we must have been probably her first or second class and she had just travelled around the world and so her teaching was informed by her travels and I don't really remember much about the way that she taught in inverted commas so I don't really I, I couldn't comment on her sort of methodology really 
but the things that she brought and the stories that she told us and the culture that she brought to our class at that age growing up in a small town in Dorset were completely mind-blowing mm. and I still credit a lot of the things you know that I'm interested in to her definitely because she's just so different it was like a whole it's like a different person because she'd traveled um yeah yeah I'm just sort of tipping into I don't know I think my uh, so I was trying to flick back through that catalogue of teachers and mm. who stands out and who and actually I mean I didn't get on with school massively so I think of teachers and go you were a big influence because I went I'm never going to do that <laughs> or a negative I'm, role model yeah it's, <laughs> but it's not quite a role model is it it's, no, it's an it's influence like and yeah and um yeah so I think that's I think I had a role model because I did a lot of martial arts when I was from when I was like 10 to 15 I did martial arts every week and ended up teaching the classes and got through that and that the, te- the sensei there was just very much of that kind of like almost military mindset of just like mm. we'll just 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 do it was kind of it sounds really like tacky and like mm. Nike but it was like you need to stand still it's like one knows it you know he'd be like just ignore it yeah anything yeah. he was so kind of like you can make yourself do these things and yeah. that's something that I now carry with me of like it, there, I, mm. I kind of have that thing as though it's like well you could make yourself do this yeah. there's not much that I, do, I think I physically cannot make myself do this I'm like mm. you know if I needed to go without sleep for an extra couple of hours I could do it yeah I could, I, and that that feeling, but also he, he kind of did a lot of, uh, because it was, again, that military thing, it was a lot of negative, negative encouragement, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stereotypical, like, get up, come on, you yeah. call this a press up, yeah. come on, get on with it, that really works with me, mm. I have no idea why, but mm. if I'm at the gym, or if I'm yeah. struggling with something, there's a voice in my head, like, so if I'm really struggling to do, like, it doesn't have to be physical. So if I'm really doing some like invoices and I'm like, I cannot get my head around this. Mm. There's a voice in my head that's like, how rubbish are you? This is invoices. Uh, yeah, like, just get on with it. Just like, just do it. I think I need that. Can you like... Do you want me to just <laughs> berate you? Send some my way. Just anytime, ring me. I'm going to be the least just, uh, come on. empathetic person yeah. now. And you're like, can you... Can yeah. What are we doing with it? I just, 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 just get on with it. Get on with it. Stop moaning. Yeah. Yeah. Which is of the complete Great. opposite of how we are with the kids. I'm so yeah, care. I think of myself as very caring. I think I've got a huge empathy with the kids. But yeah. Internally, I have that like. You have a little I army ha- sergeant, yeah. a drill sergeant. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't work when he's nice. At you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. I think we'll call it there. Um, we'll put this one out. Um, it will be everywhere that you can get podcasts. Yeah. So I think we'll have to think of a way. For people to send us questions, um, email them. Email them. Yeah. Okay. Email questions or Facebook us. Yeah. Um, so we're children of the forest on Facebook, and we're children of the forest all one all together uh, at outlook.com. If you want to email us questions, um, otherwise we'll do another one next week. Yeah. Cracking. Bye. Bye.